Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Under the Stained Glass, the podcast where we take a look at what we talked about in church this past week and then approach it again from a family angle. I'm here with my pal, Ms. Whitney. Hi, everyone. Who is our children's director here at Magnolia Park United Methodist Church in Burbank. I'm Pastor Chris, and of course, I want to invite you all to worship with us if you're in Burbank at 9 a.m. or 10.30 a.m., here. And of course, you can worship with us anytime just by following the uh, directions at the uh, description of this podcast. Well, this past week, we talked about change and how we all desire change in our lives, but how sometimes God really desires deeper change than we're even aware of, and that that deeper change comes through deepening our relationship with Him. Well, we were talking, Ms. Whitney and I, about how certain attitudes and practices that we develop in our family can really damage our family relationships, and change needs to occur in some of those things, and how actually a deeper relationship with God can help us to change those things that we need to change in our families that may be doing a lot of damage. For instance, family attitudes sometimes towards discipline and instruction can actually be destructive and have the opposite effect of what we intend. So just to begin with, how can maybe those attitudes about discipline be changed by our relationship with God? Well, on the parental level, we start to approach discipline of our children through the lens of God's eyes when we are deeply rooted in our relationship with Him. We can begin to understand that rather than disciplining on the basis of our emotions relating to the wrong or the bad or the even scary situation, disciplining as we experience it and understand it in our own relationship with God is to teach and to grow from that Mm. situation through love and a balanced consequence. On the child's level, this can also help them to really perceive the discipline differently as well as they start to see that discipline is not a personal rebuke of their character, but instead something that is done without an unnecessary put down or hurt and with a great deal of mercy and grace. Leaving our children to not cower in the face of their discipline, but to actually be receptive of the lessons that are within that disciplining action. Yeah. So it really helps to be putting God first and trusting in Him. And when we do that, the more apt we will remember to whom our children really belong and to remember that it's our responsibility to bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord, which means not only to teach the rules, so to speak, for Christian living and discipline our children, but also to demonstrate, for us to demonstrate, the fruits of Christian faith, the love, the joy, the peace, patience, kindness, and self-control. And all of those things really come from that deeper relationship with God. Uh, The more we're able to do that, the more apt we will be to demonstrate that kind of grace uh, to our children. Mm-hmm. We as parents can, in the natural, become so heavy-handed or emotional in our ways we approach discipline that our children might be so eager to get through that yelling or that punishment mm-hmm. that they miss that lesson that the discipline or consequence is trying to teach them. Sure. We want to really be aware of this, and as we grow in our relationship with God and recognize this in those times that we ourselves are being disciplined or facing consequences, we will be more equipped to approach the discipline of our children in that same way as well. Yeah. Well, 2 Peter 3.18 says, We're all supposed to be growing in the grace and knowledge of the Lord. 
when we root our discipline and our instruction of our kids in a loving relationship with God, we are all going to be able to grow in that grace. Right. So let's shift to topics. What about our family attitude towards jealousy and favoritism? Those are two attitudes that we know can really plague a family and right. bring it down. Right. Jealousy and favoritism really can be epidemic in families. And it's a twofold topic because it's a natural emotion, but also a learned response to an undesirable attention or lack thereof. Mm -hmm. We all feel the sting of jealousy and the emotions that come along with the idea of favoritism at some point. And this can really affect our relationships with others within our family when someone feels slated or less loved than someone else. If it's not addressed, it can even grow into a bigger issue of family fractures that can last even a lifetime. That's why it's so important to lean into the relationship we have with God and the knowing that just as in Romans 2.11, it says, for God does not show favoritism. And we as Christians and faith leaders in our family want to be the embodiment of that verse and show none as well. Yeah. Well, you know, very early in Genesis, you remember we hear about Jacob and his favoritism towards Joseph. It results in a terrible rivalry that tears the family apart. And in the end, the family is restored and their relationships are repaired somewhat because of Joseph's relationship with God and his ability to forgive his brothers and see God's purposes in the evil that was done to him. But so much time was wasted and so many years of regret and sadness uh, could have been avoided. Right. We want to have a kind of relationship with God that leads to balance and grace in the family right now by sending the message to our kids that there are no favorites and that they need not compete for our love and attention and that they're completely loved by us and by God for sure too. So finally, what about putting kids, and this is a big one, putting kids in the middle of our issues as a husband and wife, when there's instability in our relationship that kids feel they need to manage or that they need to help one parent or another, that can be really damaging. Right. This can be one of the most difficult situations we can face as a family because in those moments where the marital relationship is unstable or truly in turmoil, it can throw the entire family into a state of chaos as well. Children might feel as though they need to step up and take on that role of responsibility of the parent or the confidant or the leader in those times, which can lead to resentment later on in life. This is when it is really important as a parent and a faith leader, once again, to be deeply rooted in your relationship with God and create a model in your family that says, in worry and in trouble, when we don't know what to do, we can seek counsel from God and He does have the answers. To not place that burden of our instability or fears on our children who wouldn't necessarily be able to change mm -hmm. the situation in the first place and shift our focus to the ones that can, can really help our children to understand the order, not only of the family, but also the rightful order of God and His creation. Right. You know, Ephesians 6, 4 tells fathers not to exasperate or act unreasonably towards their children. Now, this, of course, goes for both parents, and it's unreasonable to force kids to be our emotional support. The bottom line is, if you have issues in your relationship, get help at church or in some other Christian counseling setting, and let your love for God lead you to respect your children and their need to be children right. who are loved and supported by you.
Right. Our verse for this week is Colossians 2, 6, and 7, and it says, And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Mm -hmm. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. And this is really what we want to teach our children, that when we're deeply rooted in Christ, those great changes that we want to see in our family do come. We're living in God's will, and we're all strengthened because of it. Absolutely. Big change is coming when we are devoted to loving God. So let's all get out there and do that this week. And we want to thank you once again for being with us. I want to remind you to go ahead and click that notification bell and subscribe to this podcast so you can be with us any old time yeah. on Under the Stained Glass. We'll see you next week. Bye.